The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right. I was telling you that uh, Chris Brentlinger Grant's been working on a, a feature for you, so let's get to it. As we continue to return to school, physically to the workplace, and establish a, a sense of a new normal this fall, a lot of us are looking for ways to reestablish our cooking and food routines. Uh, producer Chris Brentlinger Grant spoke with a wellness expert and holistic nutrition specialist who says that in order to best accomplish and stay with our nutritional goals, we need to start by rethinking the entire food prep process. Tried and true methods like batch cooking and meal planning are popular for health and financial reasons, but health and wellness expert Mia Campbell says we should be giving them a rethink because they aren't sustainable and are prone to failure. She says that what we should be doing instead is ingredient prep, a better way for people to stay on track because it saves time in the kitchen and reduces the risk of palate fatigue. I find that people don't want to eat the exact same thing five days straight. You know, what looks appealing on Monday by the time Friday rolls around probably isn't that exciting. It's bland, the texture has changed, and we're just looking for something different, and that's when palate fatigue can, can set in. So expanding on that, how can people gear up or into what you've described as ingredient planning? What is that and how does it work? Um, Ingredient prep is different than meal prep in that it's more of a mix and match approach to eating. Um, So it allows for more variety in your day to day. Um, Often what I'll suggest, rather than people making, for example, rice, chicken and broccoli, which is so common and eating that for lunch Monday through Friday, I'll suggest that people make one to two starches. So for example, sweet potato and quinoa um, have one to two proteins on hand. So chicken and eggs, for example, um, and then a few different greens and some vegetables. And essentially, um, you want to pair and mix and match those ingredients in different ways. So you do have a little bit of prep up front, and then it only takes around three to five minutes to throw a meal together. But it allows you to choose what you want to eat that day. I know a lot of people, myself included, love to cook, but that's not the case for every family. You know, sometimes there might just be one person in in the household who takes it upon themselves and does the majority of the work when it comes to preparing dinner, lunches, all that. What are some ways, Mia, that you're suggesting that people can potentially get their partners or, or families involved? It can be challenging when only one person kind of, I'll say, carries the burden of cooking because it can take a lot of time and thought and effort. Um, but definitely getting your partner or your kids involved can help, you know, make it more fun, especially right now, you know, when we're at home a lot more than perhaps we used to be. Um, but getting kids excited, uh, you know, having them involved in maybe choosing what you're making, um, helping in the kitchen, prepping stuff if, you know, they're old enough to do so, and uh, telling them what the benefits are of that, it just keeps them intrigued by it and then more likely to want to eat it if they've been involved in the process Um, and then of course passing some of those tasks on to your partner um, can help relieve some of that pressure on yourself also and a lot of the time too i think kids may feel more inclined to spend six to seven you know ten minutes in the kitchen and instead of being stuck in there for 45 minutes you know maybe an hour depending on what the family's making we can all sort of go back to what we're doing you know before it's not something that'll take up the entire evening 
Oh yeah, and even if they're in there for five minutes, you know, chopping a carrot or, you know, helping stir whatever it is, you know, they feel like they've been involved and then they can go on and do their own thing. Um, and then of course there are times when we get bored and we don't want to cook anymore, you know? And uh, there's other services like meal kit services, you know, that, that can help also take some of that pressure off of you, um, especially when we are again, spending more time in the comfort of our own home and maybe, you know, going out to a restaurant, what seemed to be normal in the past, you know, really, is not what we're comfortable doing anymore. And talking about some of those support systems that you mentioned, what are meal kits? Are you saying that something will show up at my house like once a week, maybe every other day, depending on what I want? Uh, what are these meal kits, Mia? And and how are you saying that these could really be beneficial to the whole process you're describing here? Absolutely. So, you know, getting bored in the kitchen, a meal kit service, it's a great option because you get you can pick the recipes that intrigue you online. They have um, plant-based options or those that have animal proteins in them. So again, you have that variety. Everything is delivered right to your doorstep. The ingredients come pre-portioned. Um, and even if you aren't a master in the kitchen, they're great because they have recipe cards. They are a tool to help build confidence. Everything is step-by-step, -step, 30 minutes or less, which is again, great. And you can get outside of your comfort zone. So if you're necessarily used to making a certain dish, you're introducing um, flavors and, you know, foods that maybe you wouldn't normally have on hand, um, which again, is nice, especially when we're not maybe going out to restaurants as often, because that was something I think a lot of people, you know, looked forward to when the weekend rolled around. So cooking in the comfort of your own home and then a meal kit service can also reduce food waste because you're given exactly what you need and they can be an affordable option. For example, Chef Plate, you know, some people think that, you know, you have to really shell it a lot, but with prices of each dish starting as low as $4.49 off your first order, it's attainable for a lot of people, which is nice. So there you have it. A lot of people, myself included, have definitely gotten into the habit of batch cooking a week of lunches on a Sunday afternoon, but the new thing, Chadville, ingredient prep. And I have to say, I'm definitely going to be trying it out. Let's check in with Chris Brentlinger-Grant this afternoon. Hey, CBG. Hello, Jake. Interesting, uh, interesting feature uh, that uh, we just aired that you worked on. And I think it's uh, interesting because I think there's a lot of people who, you know, you're trying to get back into some sort of routine, as you mentioned, maybe back to school, that sort of thing. Um, and, and it's really important, especially coming off, off six months of, of being at home. And, exactly. um, and it's been difficult for a lot of people. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking about is ways that, you know, our lives might have changed a little bit for the better, ways that we might be able to adapt, sort of going back into some of those circumstances uh, that we were so used to. So I haven't particularly enjoyed working from home. My editing software is all super slow and, you know, it's inconvenient not being able to talk to people face to face. But one thing I've enjoyed is, you know, being able to have something different for lunch every single day because I'm not commuting <laughs> anymore. And, and part of that strategy was a semblance of what Mia Campbell recommended, which is basically just having a set of, you know, things that are already prepared. So I used to make 
something very similar to what she said, you know, chicken, rice, and a vegetable. Uh, but it wasn't super exciting on Friday. Uh, but, you know, working every single day from home, <laughs> instead of doing five days of meal prep on a Sunday, you know, you can walk to the kitchen. So just bringing stuff uh, that we've learned during the times of COVID, during the pandemic, everyone working from home. And a lot of people are going back to school. A lot of people are gradually starting to come to work. Uh, but that was that was front and center. And, you know, she's, uh, she's an expert on this stuff. And uh, she had some really good insights. Maybe not so much bread, that that home-baked bread, and maybe not so many uh, cookies and muffins in our lunches moving forward. Have you have you ever thought of doing those meal kits? Well, I, I learned about them a little bit. I hadn't really been exposed to it. Like I don't have mm-hmm. cable, so I don't I, I don't get a lot of the same ads, but a lot of people do, and I can't say that I have really tried them. But uh, I, I might be more inclined now because it doesn't sound like. You know, you're getting like a month of food at once or, you know, you're shelling yeah, out yeah. 600 bucks every week, which is what they were kind of made out to be, at least in the beginning. So um, maybe, you know, like that or maybe, you know, sort of like a demo if that's an option. Yeah, that would be kind of interesting. They pique my interest, but then I'm like, well, I'm not really sure, you know, cost and, and all of that thing. Anyway, great work. Thanks for doing that and interesting stuff. And I hope you had a, a good walk with Willow. <laughs> 